Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is now the season after Pentecost. We finish reading the story of Jonah today. If you have a request of what book of the Bible you would like us to make our way through in the coming weeks, please let me know by sending me an email at pastorjim2006 at icloud.com. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from Jonah, the fourth chapter. The Lord God appointed a bush and made it to come up over Jonah to give him shade over his head and to save him from discomfort. So Jonah was very happy about the bush. But when dawn came up the next day, God appointed a worm that attacked the bush so that it withered. When the sun rose, God prepared a sultry east wind, and the sun beat down on the head of Jonah, so that he was faint, and he asked that he might die. He said, It is better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the bush? And he said, Yes, angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, You are concerned about the bush, for which you did not labor, and which you did not grow. It came into being in a night, and it perished in a night. And should I not be concerned about Nineveh, that great city, in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left, and also many animals? Did you catch that? In just a few short verses, God allows Jonah to see things from God's own perspective. The plant grows up. In a day, it dies in a day. Jonah takes delight in the plant and the shade that it gives him. When the worm destroys the plant, Jonah despairs. Is it right that he is angry? Well, in this case, I think the answer is yes. It is right that Jonah is angry and mourns the loss of the plant. But in that loss, God has him understand how much more valuable the people of Nineveh are, the people that God has created, more than 120,000 souls, not to mention the animals. 
A worm has threatened to destroy them too, but God has taken away their sin and given them life. How terrible it would have been to have so many condemned. How sad and how heartbreaking for the Lord. If Jonah thinks that he was sad over the destruction of the bush, how much more sad would the Lord be over the destruction of Nineveh? And that is what Jonah needed to learn all along. He needed to learn that God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And he needed to see what that meant in real life. You see, the mission of the prophet or a nation of the prophets or of the church is not to parade around their own virtue or righteousness, not to judge or condemn those who do not know their right from their left, not to eagerly desire the destruction of those who stand rightfully under God's judgment. No, the work of a prophet or a nation of prophets or of the church is to change the hearts and minds of people, to turn them once again to their God, to be the one through whom the Holy Spirit is at work. Whenever or wherever Jonah went, even when he was fleeing the Lord, the Lord was with him, and the Holy Spirit was working through him to do just that kind of thing. Think of the hearts that were changed by the, uh, uh, in the sailors. Think of the way in which the hearts of the people of Nineveh were changed and how the Holy Spirit, even when Jonah was reluctant, even when Jonah was running away, was still doing God's work. What Jonah shows us is God's wildest dreams for the nations, that they repent of their violence and evil and turn to the Lord for mercy and in the process receive the gift of life. That is what Jesus has come into the world to give us all. And that is what Jesus has sent us out into the world to proclaim. It's important for us, too, that we witness the sign of Jonah. First, Jesus' death and resurrection, but also God's great desire to save human beings from the power of sin, death, and the devil that has attacked us and is destroying us, much like the worm destroyed the bush. So whatever way you want to look at it, This story of Jonah is a powerful story that reveals in such a compact and rapid fashion how God wants to reorient the vision of God's people so that they can now see themselves not as the ones who guard and keep God's word and desire God's justice to destroy and sweep away the nations, but to see themselves as the one who, in sharing the good news of the gospel, are the the instruments of the Holy Spirit in changing the world and in the process being changed ourselves. In Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially today we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for rain to water the earth, for sun to give it warmth and light, for the new creation in Christ and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationships with others and for the communion of faith in our church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare or illness, for people who are suffering, afflicted, bereaved, sick, for all who work to bring healing, for all who are working for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. Almighty and merciful God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good, render to no one evil for evil, strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.